Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats Podcast. Welcome to episode 10 of the Kyle Beats Podcast. So I have sort of a special episode today for the 10th episode, 10 weeks in a row. Do the math. What is it? Two months? That's two, just about two months I've been doing this. Um, so for episode 10, I decided to do a Q&A um, for this episode. I did it on Instagram and Twitter. I said on Instagram and Twitter, I will answer every single question and I tried my best. I kind of wanted to just like rant about a bunch of stuff that was worth ranting about. And to be honest, a lot of you guys had very similar questions. So I pretty much probably answered most of the general questions um, in here. So it's actually a good one. Uh, I just recorded it, just edited it and just got it all ready. It's actually really good. So um, it just shows that I can just fucking rant (laughs) for so long about something if I have something to talk about. But anyways, if you like this episode, Make sure you screenshot the episode of any one of these podcasts and uh, direct message me and, and put it on your story on Instagram and I will message you and be like, hey, yo, what's up? What's good? Thanks for supporting. And uh, I'll be reposting a bunch of them as well, like I usually do. And uh, if you're listening on if you're listening on SoundCloud because you have an Android or whatever, I'll be putting them on Spotify soon. I still haven't done that. Uh, but I think it takes two seconds. I just, the one, I don't know, I'm getting them on there. And, uh, if you haven't left a review yet, please leave a review on the podcast app on iTunes. I've gotten a trillion good reviews. So thank you guys so much. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I hope you guys enjoy this. Also, let me know if you guys like this, cause I think it was something cool, something different. I don't know, like make sure you get, leave your feedback on this one. Cause it's, it's different. So let me know what you think. And, um, yeah, let's get into it. Episode 10 of the Kyle Beats podcast, Q&A style, ranting style in three, two, one. Yo, Kyle, this is crazy. Alright guys, so here we go. Episode... 10 of the podcast is here uh q a so let's get into it so this first question is from punch bowl beats on instagram said hey hey kyle i wanted to say i've been subscribed to your channel for about six months now and appreciate everything that you do was hoping i can ask you a question i have a rapper this is kind of a long one so i'll start off with the long one and then i want to rapid fire through these I was hoping I could ask a question. I've recently begun working with a rapper that I was introduced by to by a friend. I showed him some of my beats that he loved so much, been laying down vocals with them. Really talented artist who has a lot of connections. I pretty much have none, haha. <laughs> However, I have not yet had a conversation to him about any sort of agreement with payments or beats, yada, yada, yada. Should I ask for payments for exclusives up front or should it come naturally? All right, so here's my advice. When, when you come, I don't know who, I don't know who you're talking about, but chances are he's pretending like a lot of people will just pretend like they have leverage for pretend like they have connections for leverage against you. I mean, you're your own person. You're your own individual person who knows what connections you might run into in the next three to five years. So that's irrelevant for now, I guess. But uh, an up and coming artist, as long as they're not a popping artist, even if they are a popping artist, an up and coming artist is always going to 
um, is always just going to try to get beats from producers and not mention anything. Like, they're not going to mention it to you. Why would they mention to you, hey, do you want these 50-50 splits? You know what I mean? A lot, a lot of people are just going to um, expect beats because they're the artists. They're the ones putting lyrics down and then whatever, whatever. I think my advice would be to just ask this person, hey, do you want to do, like, I don't know if they've put out songs yet or what, but if they haven't put out the song, I'd be like, oh, so you ask them, hey, do you want to do 50-50 splits on this? And this is 50-50 splits of everything, 50-50 splits, uh, splits of the whole entire track, especially if you're in the studio. From what it sounds like, it sounds like you're in the studio working with him on, on record. So you should get 50-50 splits of the whole track, everything, streaming everything. Um, and then if they, if they say no, like if he, if he, if he doesn't agree to that, be like, all right, well, thousand bucks a beat then. And if they say no, and, and, uh, there's no point of chasing someone down or, or trying to get a lawyer involved. If, if they're just barely scratching the surface, if they're not someone that's actually surviving or making real money off of streaming or off of sales or anything like that. And if they say no, then it's like, all right, well, take your, take your beats that you got for me and then peace out. Like, see you later. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't give you any permission to use these, whatever, whatever. And then just dip out and don't work with that person. Simple as that. Um, if you are, if you're a new up and coming producer and you're trying to get experience and you have no experience, then work with your local, like no name rapper that has some sort of decent type of flow. Like I know, I understand that creating is a part of the fun. It's fun to be in a studio. It's fun to be working, especially if you've never done anything like that. Just go and work with something that you've never worked that like, doesn't have any buzz, but kind of knows how to rap and or whatever. And then just get in the studio and do that and have fun with it. And, um, and from there you'll get experience. But when it comes to the business side of things, it's trying to get splits. And if they don't want to give you splits and they're, and they don't have a big name, just like move on. You know what I mean? All right. So ghost kid beats said, seeing PayPal statements is the best motivator is the best motivator for me. Would you ever post any to inspire? So I think this is the way I feel about the the people that post PayPal statements. It's great. It's it, and it's only great because um, like it's only great because there's a lot of producers and and music makers and people like that. Um, it's it's just a really like it's just a really like confusing thing of how do you make money. You know what I mean? Like, can you make real money selling beats? Can you make real money being just doing music from your bedroom? Um, and I think the PayPal statements, why that works is because when you see people making six figures selling beats or, or whatever else they're doing as a music producer, you just kind of go, oh shit, well, if he's doing it, then I can do it. And that's, that's kind of the beauty behind people showing their PayPal statements. But it's like, um, the way I feel about it is just like it's it's 2018 right now. I could literally make YouTube videos on on there's people that there's car mechanics that make YouTube videos on how to fix their cars. Two million subscribers and they're absolutely multi millionaires off of it because they sell shit like car soap on on YouTube. You can literally do anything. So something that's as black and white as music that every single person on earth knows. If you know how to do business correctly and you can use social media and YouTube, like it's it's this this whole beat making thing is only just getting started when it comes to um 
not only selling beats, but being a music producer. Like people are just creating their brands on YouTube. It's not really about necessarily selling beats. I think that's a good way to really get started and get your feet wet and get your feet off the ground and and like you can make a lot of money doing it but like it's it's only just getting started you can make your entire brand on the internet like you can make money anyway like look into how people are making money like look into these youtube influencers and these and these whatever influencers like there's influencers that have no talent and have no skill that are literally just making six figures or a lot of them millions of dollars literally just through sponsorships and through certain deals like that and selling t-shirts with their names on them like it's crazy so if you have a talent and you can do music like there's a lot you can do with it um and when it comes to like the business shit, i feel like there's a lot of people that that think they're afraid of quote unquote business but it, it's like the same shit. it's like creating you know what i mean it, it for me it fills that same creative juice as anything else like i hate school i sucked in school i was so bad in school i did business in school and i like i don't know just like typical business stuff is not fun who likes accounting who likes all that stuff like nobody likes busy work you know what i mean nobody likes that stuff but it, when it comes to business you, if you think of it as creating like you're creating a business you know what i mean and and look at it um I don't know just look at it like that because i feel like a lot of people get scared of that stuff also a lot of these questions are just like a lot of these questions like I'm, I'm reading through them and it's just like how do i sell beats where do i get people to listen to my music yeah i wish you guys could see these because they're all the same things there's a lot of stuff on here that clearly <laughs> that people are clearly not even wa watching youtube videos like literally to get better at stuff to get better at making beats to find people to to you have to just do stuff. You have to just keep doing stuff and it seems like nothing is going to happen. Basically what I'm trying to say right now is there's no secrets to this stuff. You know what I mean? Literally everything is out there now. Four or five years ago, there wasn't as much information on the stuff and people still figured it out how to sell beats and people were making a lot of money on it. Now literally everything is out there you're seeing exactly how much money people are making they're making way more than if you worked a regular job and it's still kind of just beginning i think um but just you know what i'm saying like do stuff go listen to the last podcast me and chooky beats were talking about this we were talking about how now like you can literally pick up like the people that have been following me for the past year I, I will randomly stumble upon a Snapchat that they send me or a video that they tweet at me or whatever. And these kids, I swear to God, in one year have went from horrible producers to amazing producers. And now they're doing things like listening to my podcast and um, following everyone on Instagram and following the YouTube vlog series and getting all the good information and, and doing their own thing and making their own path and like it doesn't take as long anymore like in a year you can become a mega producer on the internet it's like it's like crazy like in a, in a couple years you can go from however old you are to two years from now and start making beats and start selling them make a living off of make six figures do your thing get some placements and in like five years you're you're killing it like i don't know there's i feel like a lot of people just because nothing isn't happening doesn't mean it won't happen if you keep trying type of thing. Um, 
I don't know, just, just, just keep trying. Like you have to put in the work and, and just keep trying, I guess. It's just a shitty answer, but that's literally the truth. Just put your head down and keep grinding, keep trying stuff. And eventually one thing will work and you can go, okay, this, this might be possible. Um, but yeah. All right. This question's from Brett Robinson, 99 on Instagram. How do you stay motivated? He says. I feel like I'm at the point right now where because I'm doing so much work, there's so much stuff going on in my life outside of making beats right now um, with my mom that's sick and everything and taking care of her like 40 hours a week. I literally have a job on top of what I'm doing, let alone putting out videos every other day and podcasts once a week. Like when I sit down and make a beat, it's it's like it's like freeing for me. And I do that like probably every other day, just about for videos. Um, I don't know. It's like a it's like a freeing thing for me when I can sit down and make music. Like, what do you need to what do you need to be motivated for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do you need to be motivated for? If if I'm making a beat, if I'm making beats for a living and making a pretty fucking good living off of it, um, I don't understand why why do I need to be motivated? Maybe some days more than others. I need to be motivated to dig through more of these emails and to and to like finish up certain things and and try to be productive when it comes to like um, certain tasks. But when I'm like sitting down to make a beat and start to make music, like making music is the greatest thing on earth. Um, you just need to have other things to do. I think you just need to schedule out your day so you're doing other things. I do so many like. I'm about to edit a video right after recording this right now. I'm about to edit a video for about three hours. And editing videos is great, but when you're editing videos every other day, sometimes it can get tedious. Like I don't think editing videos is where my true passion is. I think creating is where my true passion is. So when it comes to editing videos or maybe like mixing a beat or something like that, or maybe just answering emails or doing tedious tasks like that, there's so many tedious tasks that I do every day to get done what I'm getting done. So that when it comes to actually creating like I don't know. Like I don't stress out about it. I just go in and make some stuff. And I think too, like because I've upped my skills so much and I've become so comfortable with FL Studio over years and years of practice, especially the last two years, that like I don't really get that beat block feeling um, that that you might get when you're first starting off. For example, I was making a song yesterday in the video. If you haven't watched it, I'm putting it out today, Wednesday, September 26th. 2018 um and making music is a new thing for me and i felt that like a beat block at the end like that same type of like creative block writer's block whatever you want to call it it's just like a headache that you get from trying to figure something out that you can't figure out but you really want to figure it out because you because you love doing it um and especially when it comes to music when your ears hear things when your ears hear, hear something over and over and over, you get sick of it and it doesn't even sound good. But now when I go back in and I was listening to it before this podcast started, I had to get myself to stop because I was so obsessed with it. So I don't really know, but I stay motivated because I think because I do so many other things. If you're, if you're trying to just sit down and make a beat one day and you're not motivated, like, I don't know, do some more stuff in your day. Like have your day scheduled out. Like I work out. I have billions of other things that I do besides making beats. So when I sit down, it's just like refreshing. Any advice for beginner producers 
I think my biggest advice is have fun with it. Don't look at YouTube videos and compare yourself to those people. Somebody like me has been making beats for four, five plus years. And I'm, I've been doing it for a living for just about two years now. So I've been doing it every other day, every single day with nothing else. I don't have a job. I don't, I don't need to do anything like that. So like, I don't know, like I have so much experience. Don't, don't look at my videos and stress out because you're not making stuff like that. Um, and it's fine because like, it's fine if you do stress out because the next time you go in and make a beat, your kick is going to punch as hard as you want, or it's going to punch a little bit harder, or your, your snare is going to sound better, or you're going to figure out how to turn the limiter off. But try to just have fun with it at the same time. Try to, try to realize how much better you're getting and compa only compare yourself to yourself. You know what I mean? You can only become the better version of yourself. Um, I think comparing yourself to other people and where they're at, especially if they have years of experience ahead of you, um, it's kind of silly. So I think you should just compare yourself to yourself and like look at a lot of stories. Like what I used to do to like help me be patient is go into YouTube, find a successful YouTuber that still has their old videos up. Some of them delete them cause they're super um, insecure about them. Find a YouTuber that has their old videos up, F go to uploads, filter the videos at the top, right? Filter them to oldest to newest and then see the video they put up eight years ago and watch how shitty it is and how bad it is. And if they make music, how bad their first song was. And and that will really give you some perspective. I feel like I used to do that a lot when I used to get super overwhelmed and go, oh, look, look how bad they are. They, they were putting out videos for 10 years or, or for five years and nothing even happened until year six, um, which is the case for a lot of people. It doesn't matter how fast you pop off either doesn't matter how fast the YouTube views in because some people that might pop off on YouTube or pop off wherever else through music, through SoundCloud, through whatever they're doing, through business, like two years from now, they might not be around. You know what I mean? I'm structuring my whole Kyle Beach thing so that in 10 years I have this whole thing built. I don't even know what it's going to look like, but like we'll say two, three, four, five years. I'm going to have this entire thing built around this vlog series, this documentary series, and who knows where I'll be in the, in that many years. But, um, yeah, just compare yourself to yourself. Like the longer it takes, the longer it lasts. Um, I guess, but I mean, getting that, getting that initial, um, financial, financial security is always good though. How to gain traffic in YouTube and share your story by Ayush Jamwal on Instagram. I was putting out beat making videos. I was putting out beats for like two years and nothing really happened. Even if I put out an instrumental that got 50,000 views, it wouldn't really bring me a lot of subscribers. Um, I was putting out a lot of beat making videos too, like every month or every few months and none of them really popped off but I think when I stopped caring about how I looked in the video and stopped caring about like how I sounded and just really just 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 said fuck it and just started putting out videos every single day um beat making videos like I just saw more traction and it wasn't a lot but I just kept going you're not going to go from zero to a hundred thousand subscribers without putting in a serious amount of work. I think I did it in about one year. 
but it was on like two years of of putting out random videos and putting out random beats and getting a thousand subscribers and then i went from 1000 to 100 in in a in a year um and i was putting out videos every other day like i went i went from 1000 to 100,000 subscribers but i put out whatever 365 videos divided by whatever 365 divided by 2 is that's that's the amount of videos i put out um so I don't know. You, you can't see it now, but there's a strong fan base built because of the number of videos I put in, and it's going to be hard to lose that because all of those people are listening to all those people are listening to this right now. So right now, so shout out to you guys, and um, yeah, I don't know. Don't worry about trying to grow it fast. Just just worry about trying to grow it like at all. You know what I mean? Like worry about that one subscriber that you got that day after you posted that video. Um, Cause I have people that still go back to those old videos now, watch them, comment on them and go, Oh, sh and, then, and then find something inspirational in that video. And from there they do this and yada, yada, yada. So don't, don't sleep on those first videos and those two subscribers you get, because in the end, those, those early subscribers are the ones that are, that stick around. So how much time do you spend on making beats daily? I mean, you guys, I, I don't, I don't remember the last time I made a beat and I haven't recorded. I don't think even if I made a beat off camera the next day I, I would vlog it and be like, Hey, look at the beat I made off camera. Like you guys have seen every single beat that I made and most likely have seen me make every single beat <laughs> that I've made in the past year. So it's pretty much like, I don't know, like 180 beats in the past year. A lot of these newer videos too, I've been vlogging kind of like the whole day trying to film the whole day but making the actual beat will take an hour usually and then after that maybe go through a mess around in it but um i don't know this is what i do it's if i'm not making beats i'm working on emails and something else but um i don't know i've been doing i've been like i said i've been trying to make a lot of songs now so if i'm working on a song that day it will pretty much consume my entire day and i won't be able to get away from it and I won't do anything else that day and it really messes up the videos and everything but um, yeah happy soul 2451 says bro I'm trying so hard but I'm not able to make good music how can I get inspiration well inspiration is something that <laughs> inspires you to make music good or bad but I don't know keep practicing it takes a long time to get good at this stuff like i said earlier don't compare yourself to me and think that you're gonna make these beats so you you're just not gonna do it like that's why i made that video a while ago listening to my shitty beats on my old laptop um if you haven't watched it it's on youtube just because like i don't know and some people might just not have it like you might just not have it honestly like you might you might just like not be good at making beats um, you have to realize who you are too. Like for me, the fact that I landed on music, I, I didn't think it was possible to make money off of music. So I avoided it. And then I got to a point where I realized this is the thing that I love the most. I like, I like a lot of other things. I like business and I like making videos and I like doing websites and I like designing stuff and I like this and I like that. But the thing that I kept coming back to was always music. Music just takes you to another place. And I was good at it. And that's why I wanted to fully focus on it. Um, like when I knew that it was possible to sell beats, I was like, fuck this. This is the only thing that I'm not going to quit at. You know what I mean? Um, 
So like it might just not be for you, but for me, I knew it was for me because I, it was the thing I just kept coming back to. So I don't know, try a lot of other stuff too. I mean, I don't know. You just have to realize what, what you want to do. Maybe it's just something around music. I don't know. Top three things on my bucket list. I'm going to do like my Kyle Beats bucket list. I don't know if you're talking about a bucket list, bucket list. I don't really have one of those. I don't really, whatever. On my Kyle Beats, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing now. Kyle Beats is my life. But my Kyle Beats bucket list, I really want to put out music, have the music do well, and go on like a Kyle Beats tour and perform and sell out like shows. I want to sell out like 500 to 1,000 people venues because fuck it. I want to hit them. That's number one. Number two, I want to hit a million subscribers on YouTube. That's a huge goal of mine if I'm able to hit a million subscribers on YouTube. And number three is create like, I don't know, create like a real like business around all this stuff. And um, I don't know, this isn't really a bucket list, but I'd love to have a clothing line off of Kyle Beats. Like that's fueled towards producers at first and um, and see where it goes after that. But um, Yeah, I don't know. Those are the things I'm thinking of right now. I don't think the clothing line is really a bucket list, but I think the tours are, man. Like like selling out a thousand person, um, a thousand person show, doing my own music at my own show, I think would trump everything else on earth. Like I I can't, I can't think of anything better than that. Um, I think buying a sick house too to film videos in and stuff like that would be cool. Thigh Shade asks, is water wet? (laughs) Nice. Sick one. Sick one, man. Dude, what are these questions? Everyone wants to sell his first beat, but really, if you sell the first beat, gonna be easy after I. That is not a question. Trippy underscore 100 underscore asks, is is it a good idea to send your beats to artists through email without a tag for free? So, if you're sending your beats, it's it's you're always you're always gonna take a risk that that person is gonna put the song out, not give you your splits, and you're either gonna do something about it or you're not gonna do something about it. Um, if you have your tag on it, it's just gonna make it so the artist isn't probably isn't even gonna use it anyways. And then yeah, I think you're I think you're always taking that risk. If you're too afraid to take that risk. And then sell your beats online <laughs> and get some money from it because that's the only way to get around all that stuff without knowing how to figure out contracts and figure out how everything works and manage the whole thing. And even if you get 50-50 splits, you got to go, a lot of the times you have to go collect that money and make sure they're entering the right information and all this stuff. And it's a lot of stuff to deal with. And when you sell a beat, the person buys it, the contract gets downloaded instantly they get all the information you make money and don't have to do anything and that's the beauty behind it you can really lay a foundation for yourself um and and make yourself independent and give you power and i don't know that's the that's the great thing about selling beats online i think so you can do it you can send beats to people but you're always taking that risk um i think if you're able to work with someone that you know personally, you've made a relationship with and and grow with them and do business the right way and work it out so that you're both happy with the situation, then um, yeah. 
how do you move past Lex dot Potenzo asks, how do you move past type beats? Um, I think type beats is just a category. I think type beats is just a name that has been given to internet producers because it kind of went from um, making beats that were labeled bouncy trap beat to like juice world type beat or drake type beat or whatever type beat because and it's not because the producer makes that type of beat it's because people were searching that you know what i mean it's because people were searching that type of beat because it's not because the producer wants to make a beat that's similar to drake it's because there's artists out there that want to sound like Drake. So they're searching on YouTube, Drake type beat. And people realize that because producers are smart and started making beats with those keywords and started making more money off of it. It has nothing to do with the producer that only knows how to make a certain type of beat. Producers just make beats, they listen to it and they go, oh, this kind of sounds like this. There's been so many times where I've made beats like when I was heavy just into into posting beats and selling beats, there's been so many times where I made beats where I made the beat, I labeled it blah, blah, blah type beat, and then one of my rapper homies would be listening to it and be like, oh, this sounds like this one song. And I remember this one, this one beat, it's called Trap God. It literally sounded just like a Bryson Tiller beat, and I labeled it uh, ASAP Ferg type beat. No idea. And he goes, oh, this sounds like Rambo by... Um, by, Bry by Bryson Tiller and I go oh my god it literally sounds like the exact same thing and I had no intention so that's my that's my um, take on type beats I think how do you move past type beats um, I think it's a lot of places where producers get I think it's, it's a place where it's a very unknown middle ground um, it's like a no man's zone gray area weird place that a lot of producers end up in. Um, I think even when you have a lot of success as a producer, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of them that don't know that can't get into the whole like placement scene and get the right manager and get the right whatever else they need, lawyer, publisher, whatever else they want to use to get them placements and get those contracts sorted out and kind of make their way into the industry and then they get sucks uh, they get stuck kind of selling beats. And like, yeah, it's great. I know a lot of you guys, if you're making no money off of beats, making $300,000 a year selling beats on the internet sounds like heaven on earth and God is going to come down and bake you cookies every single day. And it sounds like the greatest thing, which it is. It's a great, amazing thing. But once you get there and you've been sitting on that for two years, you're going to want to do something else. And it's, it's a weird, it's a weird place. And I kind of just... I think I want to be part of, I want to help out and be kind of like a role model too for that and just um, and just kind of show people that one of the people leading the way in that um, because there is a weird place when it comes to selling beats and then what what is the next thing that you do, you know what I mean? Especially if you're someone like me who has built this entire brand and now am I going to go sit in the studio with um, this up and coming rapper and I have more followers than them or you know what I mean I don't know it's like a, it's like a weird not that followers matters but it's like a weird ground where like what do you do now because people don't listen people don't really listen to beats on Spotify and 
I don't know. That's why I want to put out music too, because I feel like I can. I feel like I have a lot of shit to say. Clearly, I've been talking for a long ass time on this podcast with no, no one else listening. And I feel like I have it in me. But yeah, it's a weird ground. I, I plan on being one of the people that kind of leads the way and shows what you can do with it um, with my vlog series, with this podcast, with whatever else I create. Even if it was like, even if it was like doing something like Illmind, shout out to Illmind, I would love to have him on here. Even if it was doing something like Illmind where he has like this past the mic um, little tour, like I feel like I could do that right now if I had the right person to like book me to go places or, or figure out how to how to get all that stuff set up um where he kind of goes around to different cities and and uh or past the ox i should say not past the mic he goes around and people play their beats and they listen to him yada 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 so um i think there's a lot of different routes but a lot of people get stuck in the in the in the music creating process they get stuck in like oh i i only know how to create music and that's it but it's, it's this other shit's really easy man like i don't know it's not all about music there's a lot of other stuff that goes into everything but um what the fuck am i trying to say what was the question <laughs> how do you move past type beats yeah i don't know there's i think there's a lot of different routes that people don't know about yet and you know what one thing i'm gonna close out on this the one thing that kind of pisses me off is like the one thing that I kind of get disrupted by is, is people that, I don't know. There's so many lanes that are still open. You know what I mean? And, and, and to just put a beat on YouTube and say you're tight at making beats, right? Say you're good at making beats. Now you've, you spent a couple years. You're really good at making beats to just put a beat out on YouTube and SoundCloud and, and, and make a shitty tutorial with your screen and basically doing the stuff that other people are doing at a lower level, you're not gonna, if you think that's gonna get you success, it's not gonna give you any success. You know what I mean? And like I said before, if you wanna do that for the thrill of creating and look back on it and be like, oh, look at look at what I created. It's like, it's like a half decent version of this other producer. Like, this is cool, I love creating, that's fine. But don't expect that to do anything for your, for your career, for your success as a producer. Um, like I'm thinking every single day in my head about all the stuff I want to do and I don't even have time to do it. There's so many lanes out there, like start a fucking podcast. You know what I mean? If you guys want to start a podcast, I'll be a guest in your podcast. You know what I mean? And now everyone's going to start one, but like, there's so many different lanes that are going to be open. And I wanted to do this podcast because nobody else was really doing a podcast good. And, um, I don't know, man, not, not only just a podcast, there's a lot of other lanes open. You just have to get creative, man. Like just, just think about it for a second. Like what, like, I don't know, just get creative, sit down for like a whole day and, and write down a bunch of different ways that you could do stuff. And, and if you, if you're one of the first people in there, like imagine being one of the first YouTube producers three, four years ago you'd be a millionaire right now. You know what I mean? You'd have a million dollars in your bank account right now from, from selling beats on the internet. 
but it's like those first people that started uploading beats to YouTube and kind of left SoundClick, which was what people used before. People were probably looking at them like, "Oh yeah, this, yeah, sick, sick video, dude, with your with your audio. That's that's gonna work out for you." And now it's now it's the new wave. It's like, I don't know, man. And even the first people to try to sell beats on the internet, people were probably like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Now those people are rich. Um, so I don't know. I think if you're able to find some new lane that you really believe in, um, or just some just some unique way of of marketing yourself, I guess, which is a fancy word for just putting stuff on the, just put stuff on the internet is, is what marketing is nowadays just upload your fucking videos to the internet if you can find a new way to do it that you believe in that's unique it's not going to work out right away but if it does work out you're going to have the world is yours you know what i mean like the i don't know there's a lot of there's a lot of potential if you can figure out the, the next thing um I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I feel like in music, because it's, it's still so raw. Like now the fact that people can just steal, steal beats and steal music and get away with so much shit. It just tells you that it's still very raw. And this internet, the internet in general is still very new that people don't fully understand. There's so much gray area and there's a lot of potential for, for, for people to come up still. So I don't know. Don't get trapped in thinking that like, putting out type beats on YouTube is the way to do it. Like you can do that, but like there's a lot of other ways to do it. Just fucking get creative, I guess. That's the end of this podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I kind of just ranted away in this one. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe. I'm going to have another guest for next week. Um, something just happened and I couldn't get one for this week, so I did a Q&A, answered some of your questions. And uh, it's lit. We're out here making beats. My name is Kyle Beats. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Until the next one, I will see you guys in the next one. Peace.